Hey, Mel. Hey, B. What's up? Happy, uh, what's today? Ep- Sunday. Epi- fun Ep- day. <laughs> fun day, Sunday. Sunday, fun day. <laughs> episode said six. It like opposite. I know. It's Happy episode track. six. No. <laughs> right. Episode six, everyone. Excuse me, I want to just say that I'm, you know, getting over a cold, so I sound very hoarse. You so sound I just a lot wanna... better than earlier in the week. Thank God. I've been, you know, soothing my throat and just relaxing it because I knew Ooh, this day was coming. You been doing soothe it. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you guys. No, I've been drinking some chamomile tea with some honey and I just been pretty much relaxing my voice. Lots of fluids. Um, that's about it. And sucking on a lot of holes. Yep. Okay. And just rest. You said holes, holes with the H? Holes with an H. Okay. <laughs> I have to make sure. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure I heard what you were sucking Not balls. Correctly. Holes <laughs> with an H. Okay, girl. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that was a part of your self-care. That but, was definitely um, a part of myself. Sucking on the holes. Sucking on the holes. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a part of my self-care this weekend. Um, because I wasn't feeling well, I just rested. And honestly, that was the best self-care relief or remedy that I had in a while. Just rest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's necessary It is definitely necessary. Like, all the time. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, rest. I got to catch up on a lot of Netflix movies. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I pretty much did that all weekend. How about you? Mm. Any self-care routine this weekend? I did. I didn't do like any, I didn't do my nails. I feel like every podcast <laughs> talk about talking these about damn my nails. nails, different colors and stuff, but actually we're not going to talk about my nails this week, even though we just did. <laughs> but um, I did a, I did a really thorough cleaning of my house oh, okay. and I just moved into this house like in June. Mm-hmm. And I have not had time to decorate. Like, you know, with school and work, it's been pretty difficult. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm supposed to be studying for finals. But, of oh, course, finals, um, please don't remind me. But go ahead. <laughs> of course, I wanted to, like, take a break from that. And so I just got in my creative space and I, I started hanging pictures on the wall. Then I start. I went out and got some Christmas decorations. Oh, that sounds and, nice. Me and my son did like the front of a bit. We still have to do some more stuff to that. But I decorated, you know, the inside. I ordered my tree, so I'm waiting for the tree to come. So yeah, like my self-care this weekend was pretty much just like taking care of home. That's nice. Yeah. That always feels good. And that that self-care right there lasts you throughout the months. Like, because when you come home, it's just like a brand new you know, atmosphere, and it just makes yes. you feel good. Even when I come out my room and I, you know, come into my living room because it's so new, everything that I did, it's like I was actually just sitting down on the couch because I'm usually like at my in my office and to my room or in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like I'm never really in the living room, but I made the living room really nice, so I'm happy. That's nice. You know. Yeah, my kids call me neurotic and crazy because every couple of weeks I switch all my furniture around. Like I just can't 
really my, yeah I switched my living room around my bedroom I can't do too much because it's a small space but mm-hmm. the living room the kitchen or I just constantly switch everything around bathroom like I can't keep it the same mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's a definitely a good self-care thing to do I'm happy for you and your Christmas decorations yeah. I don't have a Christmas tree up yet I'm very far behind Mm-hmm. I usually do it right after Thanksgiving. No, really. I mean, it's only well, yeah. yeah. If you do it, if Christmas it's such a tra- tradition to do it early. Yeah. I usually do it right after Thanksgiving, but whatever. We'll see. Maybe t- maybe this weekend mm-hmm. coming up. Maybe this weekend. Yeah, I'm like I'm looking forward to this weekend because you know finals of my last exam. I have an exam Wednesday. And an exam on Friday. So after Friday, um, it's just so yes, lit. we need to celebrate. <laughs> we can celebrate be... on FaceTime. I don't know. Remotely. We definitely need a drink together. <laughs> yes. Cheers. It's huh, one semester down, seven thousand more to go. But <laughs> and counting. Yes, it's, it just feels good. I wrote my last paper today, finished it. It's mm-hmm. not due until Tuesday, but it's out the way. I'm happy. Really happy. That's good. Yeah, I mean, look, we gotta be proud of ourselves by every little milestone. Exactly. Cheers to that. Let me take a sip. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Of water. Yes. (laughs) Wait, we gotta like talk about this uh, cleanse because last week we were starting this (laughs) cleanse. So So here's a tea. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just talk about me for a second. You know, um, I did good this whole week. You know, I started. You started Sunday. I started Monday. So I was going full But wait, let everybody know what the cleanse is, the 10 days. All right, so we're doing like the 10-day smoothie cleanse where you can't have any, you know, specific regimen with recipes that, you know, each day is a different smoothie with different ingredients, blah, blah, blah. But um, it's 10 days and you can't have any carbs, any sugar. Any dairy. any, Any dairy, any meat. You know, um, pretty much you can't have anything except for like the approved snacks, which are eggs, I believe, tuna, nuts. You can have like popcorn as long as there's no or butter. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I was doing good. You know, Monday I started, mm-hmm. I was doing videos and posting pictures. <laughs> Posting pictures on my social media with my smoothies, and I was going strong until Friday. Uh, Pizza Friday at my house, like I was like, it started off with, let me just have one slice, and then one slice turned into like four or five slices. (laughs) I was like, nah, you are. That's me right now. Pizza is easy. (laughs) I eat a whole pie, so I feel you on that. Mm -hmm. But you can always yeah. So um. Yes, I'm definitely going to restart tomorrow. And you know what? Here's the kicker. I'm going to start tomorrow where I left off. So if I left off on day five tomorrow, I'm on day six. I'm starting on day six. Like, because day six to me is the best smoothie. So I'm definitely picking up on that. And I think we talked about this. Like, you know, we're going to do this cleanse and this working out thing. We can make it a full time thing. But allow us, you know, our one or two days to do what we want and just get back on it, especially with the gym and, you know, Mm -mm. 
eating right. Like, it's not it's easy. Fine. I don't feel guilty. It's not easy. And, you know, we did complete. I know um, Mal completed two. She did it twice. The 10 days mm-hmm. smoothie. I did it once and I lost 14 pounds in 10 days. So, and this was back in January, yes. earlier this year. Um, I actually stopped on Thursday. Not stopped, but I had a little hiccup because I ended up sick. The doctor put me on the Z-Pack. And when you're on the Z-Pack, you have to eat at least a, a decent meal in order to coat your stomach before you take the antibiotic. So for me, it was, okay, let me get a soup from the Chinese restaurant because I was too tired to cook. Wait, can you, can you repeat what you said? I'm sorry. What happened oh, at the Chinese I restaurant? Broke up? Yeah, I might be broke up <laughs> again. No. Um, so yeah, started with the soup from the Chinese restaurant. And then Friday, I did go to work, even though I wasn't feeling well. And here comes the Panera bread from the drug reps, the soup, the salad, the sandwiches. And I'm like, I already messed up on Thursday. I might as well have me a soup and a sandwich. So I had half a sandwich and a soup. Saturday, mm-hmm. Chloe made pancakes. I'm like, oh, man. Let me get a pancake. But <laughs> tonight she made lasagna. So starting tomorrow, day seven, I'll be starting tomorrow. Back on the cleanse. Back on the cleanse. Yeah. But I did lose four pounds since Monday. I weighed myself. That's I lost four great. pounds. That's excellent. Yeah. So um, like you said, I'm going to pick up where I left off. And I think everything in moderation. And it has to fit your lifestyle. Some things are like too strict. And we have things that happen in our life that throw off, throw us off track. It's all like about stress. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like stress, soon as which we're going to get into when we start talking about these relationships and today's topic. But I feel like in, when it comes to if I'm under a lot of stress, I have not found proper other. So when I find that, I'll be in a good spot, you know, like, go. Right. You can't, I can't mix stress and, like, dieting or new, you know, regimens. Don't mix. They don't. Not at all. But as long as we pick up where we left off. So what's been going on? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you said. No, it was just to end up. Just to wrap it up, pretty much, you know, just pick up where we left off and we know the main goal, what the main goal is, and just to, at least we're working towards something and, you know, that's about it. Enough of the clients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's been going on in the internet? Didn't somebody, like, something happen today? Well, uh, a lot of yeah, a lot today. of things <laughs> happened today. I want to first say shout out to Juice. I'm sorry, not shout out. Rest in peace to Juice World, who um, 21 passed away of a seizure this morning coming who's Juice um, World he's a rapper and uh, the song that he's most known for is called Lucid Dreams mm-hmm. um, yeah he passed it today, passed away this morning in Chicago um, leaving the airport he had a seizure 21 years old oh his birthday God. was about 6 days ago and mm. it's just really sad because a lot of these young artists are like they're speaking their death into existence. Him, Extension, I don't really know how to pronounce his name. I call him Extension, mm-hmm. but I know that's not his name. But they mm-hmm. both made a song together and it pretty much predicted their death. 
about how they're not going to live to see 21 and they both died like right after mm-hmm. or right be- right you know right before they turned 21 so yeah he passed away today because words are powerful man very like, powerful I, I try to remember that you know when I uh, speak with people when I'm talking about myself or you know I said myself like it's more than one of me but like when I'm talking about myself you know um I was I was actually talking to somebody the other day and they were complaining about you know money or being broke I'm like you can't even speak those words you have to speak abundance over your life right you know because words are super powerful very powerful and like spells they're spells you know, that's why they call it spelling, spelling. <laughs> I was about to say that mm-hmm. yep and we also lost another legend the puppeteer behind Sesame Street's Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch has passed away oh. today yeah that's sad um he was well, he, he had a long life he though. did yeah he was he um, did and he brought a lot of cheer and sad, joy though. yeah he's been on the, um he's been their puppeteer since 1969 and yeah, mm-hmm. he passed away today too. So yeah, two deaths today. Um, you know, sad. It impacted both the young children who listen to Sesame Street and us OGs who grew mm-hmm. up on it, and also the younger generation, the millennials who's growing up listening to the hip hop, losing Juice World. So yeah, internet news today was a little sad. Mm. Yeah, that is sad. Yeah. But in a lighter note, um, Meg the Stallion is single. Ooh. She posted. She was posting on social media that she's single. You know, um, there was like some type of drama going on with her and the guy that she was with. Uh-huh. Like, evidently, he was married or something. Uh-oh. I don't. Know. You know this? I don't. But I, I did hear about like it. she unfollows him and then she, he unfollows her. It was like a little back and forth, a little. Um, Instagram drama, but that was about it. Mm. I didn't know that they were even that serious. But yeah, okay. well, I mean, she was posting up talking about she's single for whoever want to shoot they shot. Well, shout out to Go her for it. jumping ship, you know, early before she gets really vested and emotionally attached to somebody that's allegedly married. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to Third. her. But um, yeah, so. What about the other? Um, you have any other celebrities? Um, just that Sierra, who I love because she's a Scorpio like me. Hey, Sierra. Mm. Um, she's gonna be hosting the New Year's Rockin' Eve. Um, so she's taking the place of Dick Clark. Yes. Yeah, isn't that cool? I love Sierra. Go, Sierra. Yeah, not only is she doing big, big things, she definitely scored like the best husband ever, in my opinion. Mm. Um. Mm. I know people was all on social media asking for the exact, exact prayer. <laughs> I know I was, I was asking for it too on the low. Like, hey, Sierra, I know you don't know me, but uh, can you send me that recipe? <laughs> that recipe. <laughs> but yeah, she um, no, she is definitely living. She her best is, and I right I love now. when celebrities like her like you know stay under the radar, just do their thing, and they bust out with something big. You know, you don't always have to mm-hmm. like they don't. They wasn't shoving Sierra down our throats, making us love her. She just kind of like floated with it and did her own thing, and she's blossom blossoming and she's beautiful. I feel like Sierra is so underrated. She is. Though. She is. 
Like she every, every most of her songs, every song that she come out with is a banger. You know, it's you know the music is good, the melody, her lyrics on top of it. You know, her voice, her everything is just bomb. Just don't really feel like she gets the recognition that she deserves. Yeah, you know? she does. She definitely does. And sometimes it's good to be under the radar and not, you know, so mm-hmm. much in the the limelight. The limelight. Because every little thing you do is Yeah, scrutinized. because when you get to like when you get to like God status, right. quote unquote, like Beyonce, it's she like can't, perfection. Right. She can't like, even blink. Everybody everything has to be per- perfect and I don't know if I would want to live like I that. I don't think Beyonce know? wants to live like that. That's why she has a clone walking around. Because I don't care what nobody says. I'm a Beyonce <laughs> fan. I love B. But I don't think that's a real person up there. I don't know. She's too mechanical. I know she's a Virgo and they are perfectionists. Mm-hmm. But she's just too perfect. Like, down yeah. to the way she smiles. Like, does she fart? Like, what? Like, come on. <laughs> I think Beyonce just being a zone. I think that the person, like you know, it was, she talked about it before with Sasha Fierce. Like she just embodies a whole different persona, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it no longer becomes Beyonce. Like people thinking they looking at Beyonce, but she's Sasha Fierce. She's yeah. in character. Like she's cool. acting. You know, I what guess I'm so because yeah. Girl. That perfectionist is it's a bit too much for me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but yes, let's let's get into this topic, girl. The meat and potatoes Ugh. of today's oh, my podcast. Heart is pounding. The, <laughs> the PTSD yes, and relationships um, and the trauma that happens when you stay in a relationship too a long. A toxic relationship too long. Yes. Yeah. A, a bad relationship that's just not just dead, dead end. End. <laughs> emotionally abusive physically nowhere. abusive and you just what do you do how do you overcome something like that and why do we stay mm-hmm. what what's holding us in these toxic relationships is it the d is it the <laughs> what is it? i mean is it the loneliness i mean i mean i could start out with you know a quick synopsis of what I've been through you know I had two long term relationships um, 12 years and the other one was 8 years off and on where they both were toxic they they appeared on the outside good and I thought what I was receiving was love and care and compassion but it was it was mayhem. It was just toxic, emotionally mm-hmm. abusive. Um, the first relationship was physically abusive from, from on all levels. And I mean, I was young, but I was so fragile. And I think back to before I even got into my first relationship, who I was before I met that person. And I was just a different mm-hmm. person. And I think that's what hurts me the most. Like, who... Who would I be today if I never went through that trauma? That trauma that still mm-hmm. wakes me up at night. That trauma that makes me feel intimidated or afraid to say certain things to certain people because I feel that they're looking at me in a negative way. Um, yeah, it's traumatizing and it's something that I've been working through for years. And, you know, I just pray that my daughter and my son never have to 
deal with those type of toxic people because it could be a boyfriend a girlfriend a mother a father a sister it doesn't have to be, or a co-worker a, a boss it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. you know a sexual relationship it could be anybody so yeah, um, yeah my second relationship the eight-year relationship was off and on but I was never claimed as a girlfriend so that mm-hmm. for me even though we lived together we did everything together as a as a unit, as a relationship, in his mind, I was not his girlfriend. In my mind, I was in a relationship. So I was faithful. I did everything. And mm. that toxicity, I never, I, I didn't know that I was being emotionally messed with until after I stepped out of the relationship and looked back like, wow, now I have mm-hmm. that issue of being claimed and being wanted always certain mm-hmm. and wanting to be chosen because I felt so neglected and it's just a it's 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 tough it's really tough to deal with and I thank you Mel because without her you know I don't know I might be crazy right now I might be calling him right now trying to figure out you know <laughs> where I went wrong but me and her have uh uh you know, open dialogue. We just talk for hours on the phone, self-healing, just talking about how to get over these things and uplifting each other. And it definitely helped yeah. me get through it. And of course, moving from the area, the Bronx, where I was in those two toxic relationships, I moved an hour away. And the mm-hmm. toxic person actually moved 15 minutes away from me. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like... Just recently, Just right? recently. So... Mm-hmm. That's where in my and how long has it been since you I moved? moved four years almost four years ago. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like, is that a sign from God? Are we supposed to be together? So it's kind of like exactly. It's like it fogs your mind. That toxic mm-hmm. toxicity fo- fogs your mind. You think, oh, you know, even though I moved away from this person, he's here. I'm bumping into him. He's still calling me, you know. What are the odds? Eight hundred three six. Sorry, guys. <laughs> my um, I've had to turn my phone. My okay. car. On. What Sorry. are the odds of us bumping into bumping into each other sixty miles away from where we used to live? What What are the odds of that? So it's hard. You start mm-hmm. to question things. You start to question yourself. The universe. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was me. Maybe I was crazy. And this is my second chance at rekindling the relationship. But then when I think back to it, it's like no. Uh uh-uh. uh, this is not this is a test. Are you strong enough to stay away? And that's what I believe. I need to stay away, stay strong, and never look back because that was never love. That was just an opportunist. Both both situations I was both people I was with. It was just they were opportunists and it could have been a lesson. I don't know what lesson yet, because I'm still healing and I'm still going through the process of finding myself again. But when I get to that point, I definitely will share with the world what that was and why I went through it. But, you know, it's still hard for me because I just don't understand why. Like, why did I have to go through that? You know? Yeah. I mean, you brought up some interesting things. You know, I can definitely identify with what you've been. Um, I was in a very toxic relationship you know you were in a toxic uh-huh. relationship and I got out you know everybody thought I was crazy I was living in the Bronx and they 
well, it wasn't one day. It was over the course of like maybe <laughs> a couple of months, kind of sitting on that idea. Mm-hmm. In North Carolina, I um, started saving mm-hmm. money. You know, um, I was going through a lot of issues in my relationship where I was pregnant with my daughter. My, <coughs> excuse um, me. Both the father of both my kids was like actively cheating on me, staying out for days at a time. Mm. We lived together, but he would like disappear, you know, wouldn't come back crying, you know. I I was going through a lot. One day I just said enough. Right. And I walked into my job. I said, listen, I have to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to leave now. I would love to continue to work for you guys, but I have to go. And they approved me to work from home. God I yes, I actually got on my knees before I went in to work and asked God to help me. And I was approved to work from home. And within a week, I was out of there. I literally packed up my car with whatever could fit in there, and I moved three, four states away. And started a whole new life, and it's been um, um, this March is gonna make five years. Wow, yeah, this this March is gonna make five years that I I left that relationship. Um, and it took a lot of time for me to, you know, I I wanted closure, I wanted, you know, and then the relationship, even though I was gone, it was still kind of continuing. Um, just a lot of different phone calls and telling me he was gonna be there, him actually coming to North Carolina a few times. So it took me a while to like actually get him out of my system and to realize, mm-hmm. you know, to say, well, you have two listen. kids by him, so it's like, you know, you look at your kids, you kind of, yeah, you know, and and me and him, we I've known my kids. Years old, wow. and we have a pattern of you know these periods of time where we don't talk to each other and when we do. So it's very, it started off very unstable. Um, the relationship is never going to be stable only because of our own, you know, was that clash, right. you know. And I actually wanted to talk about something. About and you kind of like reminded me of that when you started talking about the trauma and it's something it's a term called trauma bonding mm. where um the actual definition of <coughs> trauma Excuse bonding mm-hmm. is the misuse excitement sexual feelings and sexual physiology to entangle another person mm. the primary and towards extreme behavior and risk-taking and trauma bonding is a factor in in their relationships and then it goes on to talk about how um once we get entangled into this type of bond you know once it ends um there's an urge to make contact you know and, and it's usually intense because it's stable it's a stable that's the most stable memory that we have so I think we used to talk about how you know just not being in contact with the person and experience without them in our lives and it being very stress-free and us seeking some type of drama 
and some we're so used to it so for a long period of time that now we have to induce trauma on our right can feel normal <laughs> right yeah it's, it's 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 you know people don't understand how they affect other people's lives and sometimes they go into it with good intentions you know not everyone goes into a relationship saying i'm gonna f up your life and cause you to have ptsd and make you feel this way but we have to be mindful of the things we say and do when we are enter- entering into relationships because this is the result of some of them you know mm-hmm. so yeah that trauma bonding i definitely experienced that you kind of seek and, and i you start to and look I just for that say, i want to say too like you know when i was going through a lot of the stuff that i was going through for the past like not even the past but yeah for the past five years but definitely like the first two I talked to B literally every day Mm -hmm. like it was times when I thought I was going to die like literally and B would call me like she was the only person y'all that called me fake me and her still talk every day but it became like you know, and I told a her therapy question for the both of us. Yeah, yeah, but then at times I felt like I healing too. I felt like I needed to like not talk to her. Like I would go, I couldn't go more than one day without talking to her. But I would feel like you know, kind of codependency. Like I wanted to feel like I could survive without talking to be on the phone because. Right. Just like she said, I helped her. Like, she helped me because I literally had no one. I moved to a little town in the middle of nowhere. I just picked a place on the map. Yep. You know, actually, you know, I don't want to say it like that. I picked a place closest to my grandmother, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, a year into my healing, trying to get through this, she passes away. So, now I'm in the middle of nowhere with no family, no got these two yeah. kids I'm a single mother like all I got is work and it turned me into a workaholic but B kept me grounded like she made oh, me feel you. love she made matter like I wasn't just this insignificant speck in the middle of the universe you know what I'm saying right. so all of us I feel like you know we we might go through experiences but keep that one person you know that's gonna make keep you a B in your life. Everybody be- needs a little B. No, yes, <laughs> guys, no. get a B because you know sometimes we go through things like and like how you were saying like the whole thing with not being claimed and not we go through a bad relationship or a toxic relationship will make us feel unworthy, unworthy. unloved. Like we're not, we don't matter. You know, and that's right. why it's important to have, like, even if you don't have family, like, I'm not the type of person that has, like, a big fan. I don't really have family, but I got me a friend, you right. know, and I friends too, but I also feel like, you know, kind of out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have their lives and their own thing going on, but God will always bring you somebody. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So, yeah. That's right. Um... I also feel like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, cause you know I be no, 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 go ahead. I be going. Oh, well, my voice is a little rant. strained, so I don't mind just listening and try- chiming in because yeah. you know it's kind of hard for me to talk anyway. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. 
I also did some more um, reading about PTSD itself, you know, <laughs> and we talked about, you know, being in a toxic relationship can cause, you know, um, trauma and it can cause, you know, PTSD, which is post-traumatic sure. stress disorder. That's right. So what I remember in the beginning, you were talking about what is it like? Why does that happen? And these, you know, these are the type of questions I, I asked. I want to mm-hmm. know, like, and so I, I read up on, a little bit on it and talked about how um, I, and ten percent of women and only four percent of men develop PTSD. You know, I, I think it's a lot of it is because women. You know, we, we endure more, but there's mm-hmm. more women. <laughs> essentially than men but um what happens with the brain now which i found super interesting was there's two parts of the brain that are affected by ptsd so there's the amygdala Uh and the prefrontal cortex so the amygdala is kind of like on the side of your brain like on top of your ear area almost like your temple area that's where the um amygdala is that is responsible for storing new emotion and trauma memory right now the prefrontal cortex is in the front part of your brain and that regulates your emotions and determines the meaning of emotion of emotional significance of a situation mm-hmm. right <coughs> So with the amygdala, when it's reactive, it keeps people alert. You know, that's the part where we have emotion, right? So now the pre-tax alerts the perception of an event or a situation. Mm-hmm. Now, if you take that information and you look at it from a, a standpoint of someone undergoing PTSD or having trauma... You'll tend to, the prefrontal cortex will actually um, trick you into perceiving a situation as, um, you know, dangerous. Or, like, let's say, let's go into, like, a new dating situation. You know, we trying to get our date on or whatever. Right. <laughs> and so, the because of this trauma that we experience, the traumatic relationship, we might look at this new part new potential partner as being shady or we can't trust him you know what i'm saying because he's triggering something you know maybe he has the issue with your situation of being claimed maybe he has an issue with um he wasn't in a a long-term relationship for a long time you know what i'm saying and automatically going to this oh like he's not going to want a, a long-term relationship with me. Like, but you're not really, that's not what's happening. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like your brain is playing Just tricks on you. Exactly. <clears throat> and then with the amygdala of um, storing emotion and trauma, it could be a situation like I'll let's say I'm out on a date and I have a thing with my ex cheating on me so 
with this guy, you know, he's I'm on a date with him and he's checking his phone and he's like, you know, acting a little secretive. That's triggering a memory. You know, mm-hmm. and it might be he might be talking to his mama. Right. He might be he might be talking to another woman. Who knows? But automatically you know, because that PTSD is is actually affecting how I'm looking at new relationships. Right. You know, um, I also looked at how how can we get over this? Because you know me, I've I've started therapy. That's a great I know thing. That I also have like a lot of. Um, I was also watching a, a YouTube video about PTSD and pre-existing conditions such as fear of abandonment, mm-hmm. which I also have. Right. So I'm trying to work on my fear of abandonment you know within therapy because I know that that is probably what's going to hold me back from seeking love or feeling worthy of love later on in my life or even now in the present you know what I'm saying um repeat yourself I I couldn't hear you oh no I was saying that like the fear of abandonment Mm -hmm. will help like it prevents you from seeking out relationships right you know and that's why I feel like you know um therapy isn't it's a part of like even some of the research that I was doing it's a part of treatment like they have antidepressants that you know people take the kind of certain things um but also mindfulness strategy or mindful exercises which makes um, the amygdala less reactive and it makes the prefrontal cortex calm down uh, to to the threat response. Okay. So doing learning how to do mindful um, exercises such as grounding exercises maybe you know calming doing whatever you need to do to calm your anxiety to look at the situation for what it is. Right. What's actually happening. It's not what my brain is telling me you know this is the truth you know and then deal with it accordingly right first you want to recognize the problem what's causing the PTSD and remove it immediately so if Mm -hmm. it's a toxic boyfriend girlfriend you know mother father whoever is causing these issues of course for little kids it's a little harder because I mean you can't remove your parents but if it's you know speaking to adults you want to remove the problem. You want to get away from the toxic relationship and identify that it's not you, it's them. Yeah. And, you know, finding a good friend yeah. to talk to, um, support groups. And there are hotlines that you can definitely call to get the help over the phone because, like Mel said, she went to therapy. I tried therapy but my insurance doesn't cover it. And it was 80 something dollars per session. And she oh wanted to gosh. see me twice a week. Right. So I'm like, uh, yeah, that's a car note. I'll just call Mel. <laughs> Look, I'll call Mel, my free therapist, and I'll color some books. I don't know. So I just went online and started looking for things that I could do at home. And self-care is definitely on top, number one of the top ones is finding a gym, yoga class, a a spa something where you can find a place to de-stress and Mm -hmm. the number one thing they tell you not to do is alcohol or drugs 
don't mix those two if you're going through any type of we're not therapists and we're not giving medical advice we're just speaking from experience and um you know from experience so Mm -hmm. they say alcohol and drugs you want to stay away from because it actually makes it worse it starts to make you get um anxiety and um what happened can you repeat what happened with alcohol it makes you feel paranoid and it can also cause mm-hmm. an- anxiety and false, um, false, um, what is it? Like make you feel like you're actually having a breakthrough, but you're actually not because you're, you're high, you're, you know, intoxicated. Mm-hmm. So you can't identify the problems with a clear head if you are, you know, drinking or doing drugs when you're trying to get through a post-traumatic stress um, episode. So yeah, this is some heavy stuff and I just hope and pray that, you know, whoever's going through it finds a way to get through it because it's hard. It's hard. You know, people don't think breakups and relationships should take a toll on you. Some people are like, oh, just get over it. Find you a new man and move on. But mm-hmm. some people really love. It's not that it's simple. It's not that simple. And like for a person like me and Mel, like I know for me, I've only been in two serious relationships in my life. And when I love, I love with my whole heart. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't want them to end. I wanted to be the end of all ends like I wanted especially to... when you like picture your whole future with this person right then you gotta like rewrite your whole future especially now. when you move a person in to your mm-hmm. home and introduce them to your kids and you're living like husband and wife like you don't expect that to be the end so you know and it... even me like I had kids I mean I know you both of your kids have the same father which is like your first your first long-term relationship but like with my relationship that I had to take me all this time to heal from I actually feel like I'm pretty healed from it you Mm -hmm. know I'm out there dating I'm not sitting in the house like sulking but it is you know a huge part of my life and my Uh survival and my just personal growth because I know what I don't want now (laughs) so it does help it does point out some of those things of which like you said what you don't want so you know that definitely has a positive outcome (laughs) I you know I even posted on my social media last night how do you heal from a bad relationship and I know a lot of people you know all the people that's lurking my my kids father included Mm -hmm. (laughs) probably thinking I'm still talking about him but I'm just trying to find out, you know, because I wanted to give some suggestions to our listeners. I know we was doing this podcast and I know that different ways that me and you have gone through our own individual healing processes. But I was curious as what, you know, as to what other people, other people do. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, one person actually said, mentioned what you uh, stated a little while ago about doing exercise and meditation and um kind of just being patient with yourself and your own timing right because jumping in person i'm sorry go ahead yeah jumping (laughs) into another relationship for me was a no-no i did that i ended up Mm -hmm. in a short-term three-month relationship right after i left my second long-term relationship and 
we are still great friends to this day. I actually just spoke to him a couple of hours ago. And he said, yeah, he said to me, you're a great girl. Like, we both ended it. It was mutual. But he said, you know, I always got love for you. Anything you need, I'm here for you. But you still are not over that last relationship. He said, you need to heal from that. And I cannot wait for you to get better. Because you're a wonderful person. And I really want the best for you. And he just told me this a couple of months ago. Like, we haven't dated in two years, two and a half years. But he told me this uh, out of the blue. He just hit me up. Like, you know, I look at your pictures and I see you doing your thing. And I just want to tell you, you're beautiful and you're a wonderful person. And you're still not healed from that. Like, and, you know, that that touched me and it made me realize, wow, if he's on the outside looking in, he doesn't know my past. He doesn't even know. I never even told him really about my last relationship. He knows very little and he knew just from that me being with him for a couple of months that I still had a a lot of unresolved issues. So jumping into a new relationship, trying to monkey bar, then, you know, swing to the next one. Rebound. (laughs) Maybe some rebound sex. I ain't gonna lie. That might knock the dust off the cooch. But it's not gonna heal you. You still got a lot of, you you have to find ways that that heal you correctly and just leave it stay move on and stay strong and you know keep it pushing I feel like and I feel like a lot of the times you know the the whole once we get rid of the whole idea of our, our future now and not having this person in our life it's like you're kind of reborn because all of these experiences that you go through shapes you into a whole new person you know and I remember in the beginning you were saying something about you know trying to figure out who you are or who you were before all of this happened and we'll never be those people again right you know what I'm saying like the people that we were before this experience or they're dead they're gone you know but it's not like it's not a bad thing because now these people you and I that have been reborn even our listeners that have gone through things and they're reborn you're stronger you're wiser you're more you know capable of knowing what it is that you want that you want and you have the ability to create boundaries you know because a lot of our uh, trauma was self-inflicted not having the self-esteem or the courage to have boundaries because having those boundaries is a shield it protects us from harm it protects us from the BS right. you know what I'm saying and we will never be those people again and I wouldn't I, and I wouldn't want that for me to be that dumb yeah, <laughs> to go through that shit again you know what I'm saying with a whole nother dude like we're so much better now you know yeah we have some stuff to go with but we're in our 30s like it, it comes with the territory <laughs> we have we're moms we have responsibilities and it just makes us that more that much more stronger mm-hmm. to attack other areas of right. our lives because we put we can pull from that not strength, only stronger you know but wiser and we can definitely yes. guide our daughters especially on the do's and don'ts and you know the red flags because we've been through it so you know mm-hmm. and definitely I mean I'm 
I can't say I'm happy. And even help I can't others. Say I'm happy of, you know, because I'll just be alive. I'm happy I went through all that trauma. I'm mm-hmm. not. Um, I'm happy I survived it. And I'm happy I'm here today yeah. and I have a platform to tell my story, like you said, to the listeners out there. Because I never thought in a million years that I would be telling my story <clears throat> to anyone but you and to the few, mm-hmm. like, few close friends. But even some of my close friends don't know half the things that I've done. And even, like, in this little podcast, we're just giving people a glimpse for time purposes right. of what we've been through. You know, the, it was no, we could only sum up, but it's it's so much that you and I have been through that we haven't shared, you know, and we probably won't be ready to share until, you know, maybe even later on. But I feel like this podcast is definitely going to help our listeners to know that whatever they're going through, like people have gone through it and worse or, you know, yeah unfortunately have gone through worse some people have gone through worse than us but we can use our stories and give other people that courage to either leave this situation or use their story as a survival guide for someone else you know um it goes back to like this um video that I, i posted on my um my youtube Oh, I didn't even talk about financial tips, but <laughs> you know, I was thinking about some. My my head went that way, but anyway, um, I posted up a video then and we're listening to the radio, and it was talking about Will Smith, and Will Smith had made a a quote saying, you know, whatever you're going through <clears throat> right now is because you're supposed to be going through it, and. I feel like you suppose we go through things we feel like oh we don't have a purpose but maybe that is the purpose so that we can be that voice to someone else like you know there is life on the other side of trauma and it's okay there is you know and it's okay if you're going through it you're not dumb you're not stupid and you're not stuck it's okay everybody go you're not you're not a fool you didn't you know it was no trickery being done and you're not under a secret a spell to hold you there it happens to everyone a lot of people not everyone it does happen to a lot of people and you can get out and there's love love life and happiness after the trauma after the toxic relationships Mm -hmm. but the first thing you have to do is recognize that you're in one yeah and then the toxic relationships will have you beat you down so much to make you feel like you're not worthy of anything you're not pretty you're not smart you're not worthy of love like it'll just have you all jacked up with lies right you know and nobody nobody deserves to feel that way about themselves we're all worthy of life of living of love and bringing something to this planet yep. you know something of value we all have value and even the, our abusers you know like they have value and right. if they valued themselves they wouldn't inflict pain on other oh, people. people right and that's why it's our job to heal so we don't become the abuser to somebody exactly. else we don't go out there breaking hearts in retaliation of whatever we experience because it's not fair it isn't fair you know it isn't fair it definitely isn't yeah but yes girl this (sighs) is a good talk it is and like we need to 
like definitely do this again we do and <laughs> i think this was therapeutic this is very therapeutic <laughs> and i also you know i'm hoping um next time we do talk about it we can get another listen uh, another guest um because i think three people even a male's perspective of it because men go through mm-hmm. toxic relationships too um yeah. would be great just to break up the me and you back and forth because we know each other's stories and yes. I definitely want to continue and explore more ways on how to heal from it. Um, mm-hmm. So you don't, so you don't feel alone because I did feel alone. Yeah. Still do at times, but you did mention financial tips, and you know, it's we're getting to that, you know, winding down the hour, and <laughs> I definitely want to hear about this financial tip because. The year is ending, and I want to go into 2020 with a financial goal. And I know you got some, so let me hear them. Yes. Okay. So I do have. All right. So I just want to tell everyone I do have a YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is Millie Says M I L L Says S E Z. Look me up on YouTube. But I did post up a video of this um, program that I joined last December. It's called Self Lender. Uh-huh. Now, I want you to look me up on YouTube so that you can watch the full video and get the referral code for that so you can sign up for the program. But anyway, how Self Lender works is it shows up, it's a program that helps you save money, but it also helps you build your credit. Uh-huh. So how it helps you build your credit is a credit report as a loan. As soon as you start, um, you know, apply for the program. Um, so basically you can choose uh, different installments. They have $25 per month uh, for 24 months all the way up until uh, $150 for 12 months or a year mm-hmm. that's the one that i chose i chose 150 dollars per month uh for one year over the course of this last year from last december until now my credit score has gone up 87 wow that's impressive actually yes i <laughs> i actually saved um you know, it does have some fees. So altogether, I put in about $1,800, but they just sent me an email on Friday saying my check Ooh. was in the mail for $1,700. Really so it's like a susu, yes. so it's a like my, susu to help yes. I like that. My own little susu, and then I don't have to chase nobody down. Money, my exactly. Money, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to that chat. Oh. You know, and actually, um, I'm going to restart it probably next week. I'm going to start all over again so that I can save, you know, for next December. And it, it was good for discipline purposes, you know, because it, it sends you an email every um, about three days before. If you don't choose auto pay, okay. it sends you an email saying when your bill is due and then you can pay your bill manually. But if you do choose auto pay... It, you just choose the date that you want the ch- the money deducted from your account. And then every time you make a payment, that loan amount goes down. So it shows that on your credit report that you're paying on time, mm-hmm. that your bill is, um, that your loan amount is decreasing. And then 
when you pay it off, like how I said, it shows up on all of your credit monitoring um, applications. Congratulations, your loan has been paid off. Oh, nice. So does yeah, this so, is this based on your credit or can anyone no, get it? Anyone can get it. The only thing I think they do have, you know, um, restrictions if you are in the military or if you're like a dependent of someone, maybe even a spouse of someone in the military. Okay. I believe there are some restrictions with that. But there's no credit check. Um Great. The, the whole idea is to help you build your credit. So if your credit is super low, that's even better. You know, oh, you'll wow. definitely benefit from it. And if your credit is like in really good standing, you probably won't benefit from it. So it's more for people that are, you know, looking for improvement. Okay. Or yeah. some financial discipline. Yeah. Yeah. And some and because even if your credit doesn't increase you have saved money. Right. It's wonderful. <laughs> and you get it right all before Christmas. in a lump sum. Right. You know. And yours is right before Christmas. So right yes. now is a good time to start, I think. Like So next year, you know, around this time, you'll get a nice big fat check. Mm-hmm. I like that. I definitely like that. Yes. So we're going to leave our listeners off with some positive affirmations for the week. Yes. So, since we're on the topic of PTSD and um, toxic relationships, I just want our listeners to know that never to give up and keep going. No matter how difficult Mm -hmm. it becomes, you never give up. Even if you make a mistake, all is not lost. If you're in a bad relationship or, you know, you're feeling down and out, just keep going. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. Mm Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that, B. Thank you. So mine is, um, I actually have two. One of them is on my social media, but I, I just live by this. And um, so the first one is definitely what what you're seeking is seeking you. Mm. So if you're seeking love, you're seeking, you know, that you matter. Those things, love is seeking you. Your, you know, purpose is seeking you you know so just continue to seek it and you will find it you know Mm. um the other one is more of a i am affirmation and i struggle you know with feeling worthy all the time so i love these Mm. i am affirmations you know um but it's i am worthy enough to follow my dreams and manifest my dreams so i encourage all of our listeners to just First, know that you're worthy of achieving everything that your heart desires and that you deserve to be happy. You deserve love. You deserve peace. (laughs) And you deserve to feel whole. That's right. And the more you know that you deserve it, the more that you will receive it. What you put out is what you get back. So I love that. I really Mm -hmm. do. And I think tonight we definitely... Help me, it definitely helped me, and I hope it helped me and reached too. a couple of our listeners out there. And you know, even if you're not in that situation, you know, you can always have a friend or whoever 
if you know someone forward this it. podcast forward it girl. let them know to share yes, <laughs> share sharing, podcast. sharing get is us caring. out there That's right. get us out there because we we're not going anywhere we have yeah. so much to share we're gonna use this platform of course to for our own personal healing but we want to enter we want to exactly. keep you informed with what's going on. We want to give you tips on different ways that, you know, you can better your life. Mm-hmm. And we want to just talk, talk to you because we like we talking. We like talking. We love talking. <laughs> Today I'm a little, you know, but we love talking. And yeah, so if you're listening to us in the car on your way to work, you sitting there cooking dinner, you at work, exactly. working for the man, listening to us, whatever, you know, just tune in and share. That's right. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Mm-hmm. But, yep. All right. We've been on the phone some time now. On this, and you know, we on gotta this, get on this podcast. Yes, we got I have so much to do. But yes, join us back next week for episode, for episode seven. seven. Yes, yep. yes, yes. We will have more in you know, store and I should be 100%. My throat should be, you know, back to normal after sucking on them balls. I mean, holes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, be going to be back with new and improved with the new improved sexy vocals. voice. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, so, B. I'll talk right. to you soon. Good. Soon, soon, soon. All right. Good night. Later, Later everyone. y'all.